Good afternoon. Uh, this is a follow-up on the Aitbury trailer that I'm almost through building. So the, uh, the start of the idea of getting a trailer um, originated after last year we moved from a temporary uh, pollinating site. We've only done it once and the farmer asked us if we would like to move to a permanent site on his farm and that's we did and 2024 represents the um, second uh, full year at that site but the prospect of pollinating uh, uh, large acreages of um, field beans uh, has temporarily disappeared. But we're going to keep the acre because there are lots of foraging opportunities close by. But during the course of 2023 the farmer asked if I wanted to put bees in another location where he had field beans but at that time I wasn't able to. As I began looking at the process of uh, moving them temporarily, just for the pollination period, I realised that actually the best way of going about this was to actually mount the bees on a trailer. If they were ground mounted on typical beekeeping stands, then it's quite a process. I've got to go there and agree where the bees are going to go, where the start of the apiary is, where the end of the apiary is, how many. I've got to put stands there, I've got to strap up the bees, close them up on the day, shift them over, go back, feed, the whole lot. Whereas with them on the trailer, all I have to do is close them up, hook up. Oh yes, there's going to be a bit of um, strapping down, obviously. But once they're in the new location, all I have to do is level the trailer. Probably put some chocks on the wheels in case it decides it wants to run away. There's nothing flat in the area where I have my bees in any direction. And so I started looking for a trailer and in a trailer park I found an old but nevertheless perfectly usable beast of a thing which I subsequently bought for a jar of honey. In fact the response back from the owner I having emailed said I understand you want to get rid of the trailer if so, this is what I'd like to do with it. Um, I don't have much honey left at the moment, so could I offer you a jar of honey? And I'll give you more honey later in the year. The response came back. My wife has said, take the honey. And so I ended up with the trailer. It isn't huge. It is a typical domestic trailer. Uh, metal throughout. Metal wheel arches. Uh, good sized wheels on it. 
the length is probably a meter and a half the width is probably just over a meter so it's your typical eight foot by four foot trailer the depth of the trailer box is probably um, a foot or so and so I have decided to put a platform on the top well apart from the trailer costing me a jar of honey uh, which is ten pounds uh, my son-in-law Harry donated the rust treatment for it and I am only a part way through treating the rust at the moment the wood for the B platform is totally recycled some of it is uh, fencing material and some of it is the boarding which has come off a shed um, it's all screwed not glued anything that decides it wants to rot I can unscrew and replace the platform itself I can lift off uh, it isn't quite a one-man lift but it's perfectly possible to lift it off I didn't know whether I would need to put them on the ground I didn't I don't know what the long-term outcome is going to be so what I've got is this uh, platform which extends outside the uh, length and width of the uh, trailer storage area and when I lift it off I can just put it on probably three or four uh, large upturned buckets these are the sort of buckets that you'd see on a farm a sheep farmer or a cattle farmer would use them for molasses or salt so they're quite substantial and four of them would certainly take the weight of six colonies. I had to buy a tyre. One of the tyres was uh, bulging, so that was obviously going to blow at some stage. Not a good idea if you've got six colonies of bees on, and also not a good idea to have to uh, jack it up with bees on and change the tyre. So £60 that cost. I'm sure I could have got it cheaper. But I don't think much cheaper. And I have uh, re-greased the hubs. So the trailer is not in a state which I would want to go on a thousand mile trip full of camping gear and have the whole of my holiday resting on the success of this trailer which is a very religious trailer in that it's quite holy and uh, some of the holes I have uh, covered up the bottom was metal and I have placed a plastic sheet on the bottom and then put a single piece of um, uh, outdoor shuttering plywood over the top so that'll stop dampness from the ground rising through and 
it makes it secure. It's, nothing's going to fall through the nominally uh, three-quarter inch plywood that it's sitting on. Underneath the platform I should be able to put six medium brood boxes or standard national brood boxes. Um, it may be because of some parts of metal which are sticking out, I'll only get five. I'll, I'll find out it's not a problem to put a sixth one in the car. The hive positions on the trailer are going to be two rows of three with each of the colonies facing outwards and inwards. Now that's a change and that's different. And at this point I'm going to say that on the 11th of September on the Beekeeping Today podcast there is a programme called Raising Resilient Bees and features Eric and Joy McEwen and in it at about the 16th minute point, 16 minute point, they describe how they palletise their bees uh, in fours and have entrances going both ways. And they report uh, no fighting, no dead bees. I suspect that the devil is in the detail. From my part, I'm going to make sure that all the bees in the six colonies are all 2024 queens and that the colonies are themselves new so when they're put on there all the colonies will be new all the bees will be new they'll have new queens and they should therefore all mingle together without an issue there'll be a space between each colony uh, each of the three colonies, each of the column of three colonies, and that space will be sufficient to put a hundred mil uh, polystyrene insulation in. And I'll do it so that the polystyrene engineer fits in there quite tight and doesn't need to be tied in in any other way. That will come in particularly useful in winter or and extended out until sometime in April. The distance between the two rows is likely to be no more than uh, um, five or six inches, 100, 120 mil. The, each colony will have its entrance created by permanently creating the uh, uh, um, floor onto the uh, eight, uh, onto the platform surface. I hadn't put much thought into that other than I knew it was going to be three-eighths of an inch or eight millimetres. It'll be eight millimetres. 
three eighths of an inch, I think, is somewhere between eight and nine millimeters. Eight millimeters is good. It keeps mice out. It offers some defense against uh, Asian hornets and wasps. If I set the entrance just back from the edge, then that means they'll have a two centimeter landing strip. But it also means that if I want to make use of either the Nico entrance reducers, in which case I will use the green one, which I've spoken of before, or if I need to use the Asian Hornet Mazelier, that two, two and a half centimetre ledge will allow me to do both of those with great ease. There's a guy on YouTube called Phil the Bee Man, and he spoke very recently in the last two or three weeks about how he builds his pallets out of rubbish wood, just like I have. But he uses hardwood, uh, three-eighths of an inch strips, when it comes for, to make the uh, beehive entrance. And that's what I'm going to do. Now, I'm going to try and ensure that rain and dampness is not able to get underneath. So I'm going to glue and screw those fillets of wood in place. I'm going to strap the brood boxes down by using um, metal clips and hasps. Um, I think that they're very cheap to buy. I could reinvent the wheel using some angle angled iron and put two or three screws in the base and two and three screws in the top but then if I want to release the brood box I've then got to get in and unscrew those and I've already told you that the gap between the hives is 100 mil. That's not conducive to getting a screwdriver and doing it easy. So uh, a, a clip, an adjustable clip, two clips each side. So that's four clips per colony uh, is a good option, I think. I'm going to go for two so that I, the hive itself won't uh, swivel because the hasps might hold the hive down but I wouldn't be surprised if the brood box still moved a little bit so I'm going to use uh, two points either side. For the roof I'm going for a standard roof uh, it'll be um, a deep proof so that on top of the uh, uh, upper box there'll be a crown board and between the crown board and the inner edge of the roof I'll be able to put a feeder, an English feeder. So that requires a gap of about 75 mil. And also 
in the roof of the box, I'll have uh, insulation in there and it'll stay in there all year round. I'm not going to take it in and out. And the insulation I'll use is probably uh, uh, one inch uh, silver sided uh, household insulation of whatever sort I can get my hands on free. I'm just going to go back to the back and front entrances. What is the point of having both a back entrance and a front entrance? So let's just say for the moment that the front entrance is the entrance that's on the outside of the trailer. The purpose of the back entrance, as described by Eric and Joy McEwen on the Beekeeping Today podcast, was that if the weather was bad, storms, driving rain, then one of the entrances could be closed. It is also the case Sorry about that. There's uh, somebody come to this piece of the parkland to cut hedging. I wasn't expecting that. The second reason is that if the colony comes under attack by highly probably wasps, as my colonies experienced this year, then by closing down the outer entrances, though all six entrances will be focused in the middle and there will be significant uh, defence against the wasps on the hives. Clearly the middle hives will have uh, uh, um, more defence than the outer, but then the bees have all got to get in and out and so they'll all be going up and down the same passage. That's my thinking. I'm going to have to be a bit pragmatic about this. If it works, great. If it doesn't, then the gaps will be closed permanently. I'm still going to have the same uh, defensive structure at the entrance as I use elsewhere, which is I can have it wide open. The full width, in this case, 8mm deep. I can have it reduced down, in which case it would probably be uh, a slither of wood and just an, entr entr an, an entrance at one side rather than having the entrance in the middle. And then if I wish I can have the uh, Nico entrance reducer. All the colonies will be set up the warm way, which of course is one of the great benefits of the National Hive system. And I'll do it the warm way so that at the beginning of the season all the brood will be up against the entrance and that therefore all the bees will there. I say that, I expect that um, I should be on six, uh, seven frames of bees at that stage. Having it the warm way also means that if I do have to feed 
and I put an in-frame feeder inside the colony, I can put it at the far end away from the entrance. I know I've got two entrances so I'll have to decide which entrance I'm going to use. The queens that will go into these six colonies will all have proved themselves before they're committed to the trailer. In other words, I'm expecting to see three frames of uh, um, well-laid brood before I will be happy that the queen is well-mated. In addition to the six colonies, I'm going to take two what I'm going to call nucleus colonies. They're not going to be in nuke boxes. These are going to be in standard hives, but they will be um, introduced there. And it means that if these bees get ahead of themselves that the colonies are full before the full flow starts then I have got somewhere to put brood and bees to weaken the colonies because I don't particularly want them swarming. Equally I can also remove brood from the two nukes to fatten up the colonies. So where are the bees going? Well, I have been offered and accepted uh, putting them in a field sometime leading up to June uh, because this field is uh, part of the UK Ministry of Agriculture uh, um, wildflower scheme and I've looked at what the flowers are going on there and they are certainly very bee friendly and so for the period of June and July the trailer can actually sit in the middle of the field and then at the time in July when the farmer wishes to reintroduce the sheep to graze the land then he said he'll just put um, sheep hurdles around which will keep the sheep out. Or I can move them to the edge of the field and he'll do the same there. Uh, I think we just have to uh, see how things are. Whether I move the uh, trailer apiary to an early field to get um, forage from rape or early beans I haven't got anything confirmed yet. An agronomist who I'm great friends with has suggested that I call him early spring because uh, he has some farmers that would be happy to receive my bees. 
And of course, you know, the farmers are motivated by the fact that there can be a significant increase in the crops as a result of having bees on site. Well, that's it. That is the uh, Apri bee trailer. Um, I think I've covered it in as much detail as is necessary. Uh, I hope it's good listening. Thank you for listening, and I wish you all the best. Bye-bye for now.